And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsi, oh, damn it. Welcome to episode 97 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. How are you guys? Tired. Yeah, a little bit. But good. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, how are you, Alex? You know, in Lord of the Rings, Gandalf. I know, I know. Yeah, we know Gandalf from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And how at the end of spoilers for Lord of the Rings, <laughs> at the end of <laughs> like really spoilers for Lord of the, the Rings, okay. the flaming pit with Balrog, and he returns in the Two Towers as Gandalf the White. I suddenly understand what he must have gone through after this particular tech week. I saw Brian on Wednesday. And it's been six years since then. <laughs> yeah. And that's, so. that's literally now the oldest book we've ever made. Spoiler reference to <laughs> War not. of the Rings. Wow. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so spoilers, Cain kills Abel. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn it, Alex. What, I was really looking forward to seeing how that one played out. <laughs> so spoilers... Cat hieroglyphic, Anubis hieroglyphic, <laughs> I. God damn it. That I? Are you kidding? Yes. Damn. I really thought it was going to be weird bird turned left. Fuck Ra. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I think Ra was right. Oh, <laughs> nice. We'll get there. We'll get there. Nice. We'll get there. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I'm either going to be funny or very not this episode. And either way, I apologize. Or both simultaneously. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I, my, my humor exists in a quantum state currently. Here's the thing. If you're listening to this episode, stop. Go run about 10, 15, 20. Like, just do like a whole 5K. Just go do a whole 5K and then come back and listen to it and you'll think we're really hilarious. And or... As long as you're tired, be very you'll ti- love it. Yeah, be very tired and or... Mm, Maybe drink a little if that is your thing and you can do so responsibly. Yeah. Yeah, that's acceptable. Yeah. We will be doing that. All of that. Tired and drinking. Which is so new for us. <laughs> anyway, how are you guys? We already did that. Yeah, we did that. We, we, did, we already yeah. did that. Yeah, we already said we were tired. No shit, we're in a time loop. Oh Damn God. it, Flash! No! <laughs> <laughs> I can't make the squeaky it's sound. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. That doesn't come out of my mouth. Right, <laughs> but, but I love you trying. Um, we did have an actor just let one rip on stage <laughs> opening night. Yes, improvisation. And the thing yes. is, it was completely accidental, but it was timed in the same moment as another character's scripted belch. Yeah. 
Ooh, both ends. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was a weird moment. Clue now in smell o vision. Surround smell o vision. That's right. 40. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Nasty. Wolverine number three. Dog- My dog is now eating. Hold on. <laughs> yep. Let me take his bowl away. <laughs> Like because I'm a bad mom. <laughs> well, Jen starves. This is her... now like the fourth thing this dog has found to make noise. <laughs> well, Jen starves her dogs. Hey, Brian. Yeah. What did you think of all new Wolverine? I thought this was the issue we were waiting for because uh, we get some Gabby and Deadpool. I need a miniseries now. I am not contented by solely this. And it, it was everything that yes. we hoped it might be. Yeah. And then it made me feel things. This is one of a couple of books that might have might have uh, caused me to feel and express in liquid form through my ocular socket emotions. <laughs> Everything about that made me uncomfortable. <clears throat> so you're thank you for that. I mean, that's my power, right? I'm the one who makes it weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. I may not be the one who knocks, but I'm the one who makes it weird. It's true. <laughs> I do sometimes flap in the night. Okay. Darkwing Duck. Yeah. 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 I liked. uh, Let's see. I liked. uh, I liked her pool, comma dead. (laughs) Yes. Phone entry there. That was good. I like. uh, I I like that. um, He just Deadpool just carries chloroform around to knock people out with. I know, and I love. And that he then gives her. Right. He's like, what kind of a responsible superhero would I be if I didn't give you the ability to do this? I was supposed to catch him, wasn't I? Shh, sleep. Shh. Yes. <laughs> so, oh, so good. Just making Gabby creepy one Deadpool moment at a time. I love it. Yes. Yep. Tom Taylor, you mad bastard. I know. <laughs> Those monsters. They made zombies cute. <laughs> the zombie sloth. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we've, we've got a while. You want something to drink? <laughs> Like it's like it's like five panels of the sloth moving like an eighth of the way towards them. You know what we should probably do? Call spoilers. We should probably provide some context. Actually, is right. what I was going to say. Oh yeah, okay. Who's not said what this issue is about? Oh, no, it's so funny though. Or for our Canadian listeners, what it is a boot? A boot. Yeah, indeed, <laughs> it's a boot. Um. So in this issue, Gabby takes Jonathan for a walk. Jonathan having a uh, a new translator so he can speak words now, does she take him for a walk or does he take her for I a mean walk? both probably <laughs> honestly yeah um and and they find the facility that Jonathan was kept in where his him and his family were tortured for science yes science <laughs> and instead of calling Laura because she's afraid she'll say no we can't do this come back all this other stuff she calls Deadpool who she knows would be like yeah let's burn the fucker to the ground let's do this is the eagle yeah okay I'll be there <laughs> and then hilarity ensues in the form of zombie bunnies and sloths and awesomeness yes. I thought you were going to say ocelots well no I um, didn't see any ocelots but that, that would have been there awesome any there. There could, there's true there could have been some there there's there could have true. been some off panel zombie ocelots the zombie squirrel kebabs were pretty great <laughs> um, I, I did chuckle heartily but the best part is when Laura's like, oh, is that why I passed half the sloth in the hallway? 
Yeah. Laura, who shows up because you've gone like four blocks. I'm Wolverine. I can track you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm you gonna should have find called you. Me. Now let's burn this mother down. Yeah. Pretty yes. much. Spoilers, by the way. <laughs> this book is so much fun. It doesn't matter yeah, if we no, like say the thing. It's so good to watch yeah. it happen. Yes. Yeah. And ca- and catharsis is pretty. <laughs> catharsis is pretty. Very. That page reminded me of my mother. <laughs> what? Okay. My mother has uh. always said there's no problem that can't be solved with high explosives. <laughs> she once checked me out of school early because a local carpet mill was on fire and burning down. And she wanted to go watch she it? she wanted to go watch it. So You're we the sat, best mom. We sat in the van <laughs> and we watched this building burn down a block from the school where my sister was at. And then it was time to pick her up. We picked her up and we went home. <laughs> Nice. Nice. Yeah. All right. With the with the warning, never tell your father about this. So, Dad, if you're listening. He's not. I know. <laughs> no he worries. Made it, oh, two minutes into an episode when he tried, <laughs> despite my warnings, and that was that. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange. Jin. Yeah. This book is so good. And we get, like, more exposition and backstory about what's going on, like, what happened the day leading up to Stephen Strange raising mm-hmm. Las Vegas. And let me tell you what, it was so raising funny. Raising as in rebuilding, not raising as in tearing down. Right. <laughs> yeah, same word for R-A-I-S, two different... R-A-I-S, not yeah. R-A-Z, yeah. yeah. The homophone for mm-hmm. the... Yeah. Um, forgot where I was. Oh, yeah, the... The build-up. The, the build-up. And the build-up consisted of, um, yes, Stephen does dye his hair at the temples to look good for the cameras. Yeah. That was great. Bats in this bats. issue. Bats in bats. every issue, but bats, bats in great. this issue was truly spectacular. Um, yeah. And then Stephen plays his game of cards for all the souls, and, and that turns out a way. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I dug this. This, actually, I think I might have enjoyed this more than I enjoyed the first issue of Damnation. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I, I almost kind of wish this was the first issue. I, Just jumped in. I with had this. that thought too. Yeah. <laughs> I think for me, part of that was this does back up and give some of the lead up, so it's maybe easing you in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like they easily could have put like another page in from Damnation, from the first issue of Damnation, and it would have been like, oh, this is the first. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. This works. Um, and by the end of this, we see that Stephen has reason to maybe be not so hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. And it is also the most Al. mafioso thing. Yeah. <laughs> so much Al. Oh. This was I, good. If you're not reading this, read yeah. it. Get it. It's good. This was a gorgeous issue, too. It Brian, really do you have was. it in front of you? I, I do. do not have the artist's name ready at hand. I want to say it was Silva, but I don't think that's right. Give me just a moment. In fact, I know that's not right. Uh, nope, it's Nico uh, Henriken. Okay. It was Enrique. gorgeous. Um, yeah. We're bad at names on this podcast. Uh, yeah, I, um, you know, because there's only like 8,000 ways to pronounce names. Yeah. <laughs> only. No. No, not only. Okay. So many more. Yeah. Um, and we also learned we this will week. demonstrate that, it later. That basically, <laughs> Kate's is just taking these two arcs on Doctor Strange. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about what he's going to next later in solicitations. But after this arc, Strange Goes to Space, written by Mark Wade. So I'm going to Fuck yeah. 
Can't wait. Strange in space. I made that joke before we recorded. <laughs> Did you? Joke thieving bastard. <laughs> I didn't hear it. But yeah, this was very good. And I'm curious to see where this goes next. Yes. Because we've still got three more issues of the miniseries and several more issues of tie-ins. Yes. And we still have the, the Midnight Suns to show up. Mm-hmm. Which I'm going ahead and placing bets that we're getting a Midnight Suns ongoing announced spinning out of this. I wouldn't be surprised. I know that, I think Declan Shalvey has tweeted about wanting to do it. Mm-hmm. But there's not really, like, an occult team book going on mm-hmm. lately. And it would make perfect sense to spin one out of this since they're bringing them together. Yeah. All right. So, at least I hope so. I think it'd be cool. It would be very cool. Yeah. I would love that. All right. Unbelievable Gwynpool, number 25. The end of the road... Oh, yeah. So yeah, this is this is the last issue as it as it counts down pages and like pretty much this whole story is about the fact that she knows that her series is ending because of course it's Gwynpool. <laughs> so she realizes that it's a comic book and that it's ending. <laughs> this also is a book that made me express aqueous emotions through my ocular sockets. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, it's it, you know what though it's it's sad and. So it's very bittersweet because it's it's sad, but it's also you, kind of awesome. Would you call it a bittersweet symphony? <laughs> um, <laughs> wow, that wasn't funny. That was a pity laugh. That was that was that's life. Yeah, mine specifically. <laughs> and she basically, so she knows that she's got this limited amount of time slash page pages left to resolve. She actually so gets a watch that counts that counts down, down pages. <laughs> yes. No, that is and so she terrifying. Goes, she goes basically from scene to scene, resolving issues that are left open, right? Yeah. And like Modok shows back up, and like her her Gwen Man army shows back up, and like all of these. <laughs> All of the people that she said, like, there's even one where she goes back to one page where she goes to talk to the detective from way early in the run, right? It's like, oh yeah, remember her? And she shows up and she's got, you, you've got to help me with all this paperwork. And Gwen's like, yeah, it's really good to see you again. I'm glad I got a chance to, but yeah, I've all, I gotta go. <laughs> she takes <laughs> off again. Only got ten more pages. Right, Come yeah. on. Yes. So it's it's really awesome, and she meets a future another future version of herself kind of and who basically tells her that yes although your series is ending you are now uh, you are now a hero in the marvel universe and so you you will not be done so can we call spoilers now yes so what there is one series of scenes that is recurring throughout this issue after future gwyn shows up and that starts with this little girl who's like gwynpool's biggest fan and then she's getting bullied and Gwen saves her. And then later she comes back and this this little girl is an old woman dying oh. on her deathbed. Yeah. And like all through this lady's life, Gwen is there and is the constant and she's her biggest fan. And uh, as soon as that moment ends, she goes and goes back to her past self and it's a whole closed loop. loop. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. It's like good Russell Davies, Doctor Who. Yeah. And she talks about how that, you know, when she's talking to her alternate self about how she's like, yeah, this is, yes, this is this month and this year when this issue is coming out. 
but this story is... This is also three months from now when the trade comes out, and this is long after everyone who wrote this issue is dead and some kid finds it in a long box. Yeah. In a back issue bin. My God. Like, it's always now. Yeah. Aww. Exactly. And, it's like Grant and Morrison, so, but with feelings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And some some writer will will decide that you now you need to be added into some series, and you will live on. Yeah. I know. It's like oh, Gwenpool is a real girl. <laughs> that's, what, that's exactly what it is. Also, this except not a real of- girl because it's she's coming with character. <laughs> This book had a couple of the best variants. Oh, God, it did. There was a great Jin Bartel variant that I got, because <sighs> I had the foresight to go ask for it. I, know, <laughs> I, I might have sniped like three variants from Brian this week, and I feel badly about it, but also, it got on the list for one, and they've got more coming. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's the it's basically three different versions of Gwynpool. And the regular one is like ripping up a photo of Gwen Stacy with the caption, no, I'm not that Gwen. Yes. I love it. Because she's not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you haven't been reading this, go go get those trades. Yes. It, it's fantastic. And Squirrel Girl makes an appearance. Nice. A lot of people make appearances. I, you're, you're right. I do. Yeah. You're right. You're right. It's um, wonderful. It's wonderful. You know what was really fun this week? What? And did not did not make me cry. What did not make you but cry? But was very good. Lockjaw number one. Oh, okay. Lockjaw. Yeah, it was. Yeah. See, I didn't read this specifically because it's a dog book. Well, not a dog book, but a dog book. No, it's a dog book. He's a dog. Yeah, but he's not at the same he's time. He's a dog who's undergone teratogenesis. Yeah. 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 Who's a good boy. That's and, the- yeah, and I didn't want to read it because... It's a dog book. <laughs> you, you're a little worried there, Jim? I got bad luck with those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so once the fourth one's out, you want to know whether or not... I mean, Lockjaw, they're not going to kill Lockjaw. I know they're not, but there might be another animal where they kill it, and I'll be like... Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, D-Man, maybe. So the other character in this book is D-Man. Is D-Man, yeah. Who is so down on his luck that at some point he gets mad and punches through his TV... And gets cut up, so he goes to the hospital because he's bleeding. And his sister comes to check on him and assumes he's just trying to slit his wrist. He's like, I didn't realize I was that bad that that's the first thing people are going to think. Oh, about. man. Yeah. Yeah. It's not to say there weren't feelings in this book. It just didn't make me cry. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and going forward, it's going to be, it looks like it's going to be Lockjaw and D-Man. Yeah. All right. Like visiting Lockjaw's right. still normal dog siblings. <laughs> yeah. That's going to end poorly for me, so you guys read this and let me know. They're in the savage land now. Mm, it's going to end real poorly for me. So yeah. I, I did. I loved the cover that they teased for the next issue, though. I don't think I Did you not it. see it? Hang on. It is. I'll be honest. I read this one while... There was a chance I was going to have to go on stage as the murderer at one point this weekend. <laughs> and I was reading this one while at the same time like running lines in my head. And I actually had to reread about half of it this morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Kazar on, on Lockjaw. Like he always rides <laughs> yeah. the Sabertooth Tiger. Yeah. It's like a Sabertooth Lockjaw. <laughs> nice. It's great. You magnificent bastard. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> That's it. Yeah. You magnificent bastard is the lockjaw equivalent of hell yeah, essentially. Yeah. 
Except, <laughs> except it's you, Magnificent Beast. For oh, Linda. Beast? Yeah. Oh, right, because this is a comic book. Uh, yes, right, yeah. <laughs> so? This is a Marvel book. Yeah. yeah exactly. Okay, you, Magnificent Beast. But you you had the right you had the right sentiment yeah. there. Yes. Moon Knight number one ninety two. Yeah. So after what happened with Frenchie in the end of the book, in the last book, I was like, oh no, is he like real real zombie real zombie Frenchie? What the fuck? Did that really happen? Did we get confirmation that he really died? And then no, no, just in Mark's mind. Um. Which was really cool how they explained that away and how they showed, you know, this delusion still happening. Mm -hmm. Well, and what I loved about it was it didn't dismiss or negate any of what happened. It just kind of like we said when it was happening, it could have been more real, could have been less real. You don't know exactly what to what degree it was real. Well, and that that's kind of the beginning <laughs> yeah. of an introduction yeah. of an idea that's I think really comes to a head in this issue, but is probably going to be the thesis for this thing going forward, which is just because people see the way that, and this is Ra's argument to, mm -hmm. to, to Mark, just because the world sees us as crazy doesn't mean that, that we actually are and that the way we see the world is any less real or any less valid. Right. It's just a different perspective. Oh, shit. I think Ra may be right. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I know. <laughs> yeah. Like, remember when we said we'd get to that? This I, is it. <laughs> I started this book wanting him to just be a bad guy, but now I really want this issue's Ra to be Ra. You know what else? You know what character I absolutely love now? Bushman? No. <laughs> yes. The guy, the, I love <laughs> I know. The, I'm sorry. The, the guy. The, yeah, the truth. The yeah, guy the that truth like. The truth is pretty cool, yeah. Like, can you think about how incredible that character could yeah. be as a foil in other stories yeah. in the Marvel universe. Yeah. Well, I mean, part of what, part of what, uh, uh, uh damn it, writer Max Bemis. Thank yeah. you. Yes, I was afraid I had the wrong Max. Correct. In my nope, head. Max Bemis. I had the right one. I just, yeah. The the one of the things Max Bemis said when he started this was he wanted to flesh out. Moon Knight's Rogues Gallery yeah. to make them a more meaningful presence, and he's doing just that. <laughs> Mike tried to leave the house without telling the dog bye. <laughs> he did not like that. <laughs> Fail. <laughs> oh, that was great. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike has left the building. Almost. Oh, oh, now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, I I want all of these previously seen as bad characters to be good characters now. Yeah. Yeah. But like a Yeah, like can you imagine the truth is showing up in the middle of Civil War Two? That would have been great, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I need truth to show up in oh, Captain Marvel, my, Yeah. <laughs> right? For real. Um that would have been so great. I need a time travel book <laughs> where he goes back and says, Do you see? How stupid you are. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway, I, I love the idea of this character. <laughs> yeah. Showing up in places and causing radical changes in storylines. Yes. Yeah. Radical, man. Yeah. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. I'm it, really digging this book. It really Agreed. was. Cool. It really, really was. We still haven't seen Marlene on this island, though, have we? No. Not yet. Okay. Yeah. I have a bad feeling about that. We'll see. 
It's good stuff, though. Yeah. It is super good stuff. So, I read a book this week called The Wilds. Okay. It's a Black Mask title, and mm-hmm. I know neither of you guys checked it out. We did not? It is a sort of post-apocalyptic zombie-type story about... I think we actually talked about this on Solicitations. The Supply Runner. About, yeah, mm-hmm. Supply Runners oh, in this right, world. Yeah. Right, right. Um, but their version of zombies is like a, a sort of fungal botanical spore that sets up in people and turns them into these like Which seems like the most entirely zombies. probable thing and so, also terrifying. Kind of like The Last of Us, right? Yeah. 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 Except it's also like really, really pretty. <laughs> that, which is not the last really <laughs> no it's no, not because that was gruesome mm-hmm. um i really dug this like it's very very good um there's not a whole lot like a lot of this this issue is kind uh-huh. of teaching what this world is and sure, how rules sure. work and Asphody. how society is set up you have basically a <coughs> you have basically a walled city that is a little better supplied that is funding runners that's trying to hold things together. Um, but you also have people who are living out in this world and surviving that way, um, who are the people making deals with this town to provide right. supplies in exchange for other things. And the, the runner is obviously the person who's going back and forth between them, picking stuff up. And she picks up this guy on the road who's being attacked by zombies and brings him in. Uh, you meet her partner who wants the two of them to get out and get out of this life and stop risking uh, their lives so they can just relax and be happy. And her partner, she's from the desert. So there's this like central conflict between them of, you know, does the partner really understand the danger because she's used to a world where plant life doesn't really thrive so much, where she's more inoculated, to, not inoculated to, right. but more removed from yes. the danger. So it's it's very subtle. It's like really kind of well the, the world building is really well done here. So it's it's cool. It's worth checking out. Excellent. Yep. This might be a good trade book. Yeah. yeah. I think that's probably how I'll end up doing it just cuz my pull list is ridiculous right now <laughs> and, and about to get worse. Yeah. 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 Um but Vita Ayala writes, Emily Pearson draws. So uh, and it is Black Mask, so check it out. Yeah. Yep. Hey, Brian. Yeah. Mara. Queen, Queen of Atlantis. Queen of Atlantis. Um, This is really good. So this definitely, this spins directly out of... Um, Aquaman. The Aquaman storyline, and it follows Mara up to the surface. And I'm, I'm just going to start off by saying... If you didn't, you need to hunt down and and find and get the variant because holy shit, that is one of the most beautiful mares I've ever it is seen in my quite life. Quite gorgeous. Arcturm. That girl thick. All right, you guys, that girl um, thick. Um, mm. And I'm I'm really happy with that. Like I never wanted to be Aquaman so much in my life. <laughs> no, no, you've made it weird, sir. Now you've made <laughs> yeah, fair it enough, weird. Fair enough. The other thing that is in this story, which uh, was a bit of a shock, surprise to me, is we get to see what happened to Orm. Yeah, and that oh. is actually my favorite part of this it is really really good the mara piece of it is very set up yeah like yeah the mara piece does kind of that's not a real word but 
The mirror piece does kind of double duty. If you haven't been reading Aquaman or if yeah. you came in late, it does a little bit of catch up mm-hmm. for you. It also kind of gives you really the first look at, you know, Mara's voice kind of gives you her right. thoughts and her history and yep. sort of establishes that. And what she believes ruling means and that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Orm piece, and maybe if you've been reading Suicide Squad, this is not new information, but I haven't, so it is for me. Orm is living, I think living with, he's at least yeah. romantically involved with a woman from the surface. Well, who, yeah, they talk about when they want to set the date to get married. Yeah, like they yeah. talk, yeah, they're engaged, they want to get married. Like the first Orm scene is him telling old stories from the Atlantean court to his girlfriend, his fiance's kid yeah. as bedtime stories. And like, he calls Orm dad for the first time and Orm's like really touched <laughs> by it. Yeah. Like Orm is happy and settled and never expected to live on the surface or any of that, but that's all he wants now. Yeah. And then he sees on the news that there's civil war going on in Atlantis and that, Mara's on the surface fighting off people and there's trouble in Amnesty Bay and yes you, you know, I mean the the beginning of the book like you see him kind of dealing with that and do we want to go ahead and call spoilers I think we should All yes right. uh spoilers by the end of the issue like he's resolved he's going back and you don't know if he's going back to try to help Mara or to try to wrest control for himself or to go try to settle the so you don't know what he's you going don't to know do. right you don't know what his motivations are yeah. yeah um other than other than he feels he has to get involved yeah yes and i that last scene is absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. the last page is basically him you know just as as the dad, you know, just yeah. dressed as in regular, you know, jeans and, and a t-shirt or whatever. He's in and the he's, house. Yeah. She and the kid are outside of the rain. And he's like, well, he'll never get used to water falling from the sky. And he's looking out at them. So he's looking through this glass door and the reflection in it. So you see through the door, obviously, what's going on. But the reflection of him in it is him in his Ocean, Ocean Master, Master yeah. garb cast uh, costume. Yeah. It's wonderful. So... This was very good. I, I am super, super psyched about this and series. I've, I've always just viewed Orm as sort of the mustache-twirling villain, so I really I, like... I, most of the time, that's how he's presented, yeah. but I think the last two or three times he's shown up, he has been far more yeah. complex. And I know this is a mirror book, and we're talking all about Orm, but more is done to move Orm forward than Mara forward yeah. in this. He, he's he's the newer information we yeah. get. Kind of. yeah. And I think once, obviously, inevitably, their paths cross, that yeah. will balance some. Cross, that will balance some. But that was, I think, the most interesting part of this issue. I agree. Very cool. Yeah, but yeah, book is really, really good. Yeah. Starts off great. All right, let's talk about, and we never talked about the first issue of this, Oh, right. We all picked it up we can look after it in together. the first issue came out. Yeah, yeah that's, so this is, we're going to talk about one and two. Hence the preface. Yeah. But Motherlands, which is a Vertigo title from Cy Spurrier. Yeah. With yeah. art by Brian. Uh, art for by... The assist. Burn. 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 Okay, uh, I'm going to Google. Okay. S- uh, Steve, guest artist Stephen and Burn. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's this. Yeah, Stephen Burn. So, oh yeah. yeah, because the second issue was a different artist than oh, the first was. artist. Yes, yeah. Right. yeah. Um, and I don't have the first issue in front of me. So. 
I can do that really fast. You guys talk. Okay. Um, I say fast. So the, pre- <laughs> the premise of this is at there are many, 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 many alternate worlds that are called strings. Yep. Um, and many, many years ago, so, you know, uh, 20 years ago in this reality. Um, oh, Rachel Stout. Yeah. Uh, hunt uh, bounty hunters would go hunt down criminals uh, throughout, you know, basically track tra- track them through these strings. Well, and then there were cameras that followed them, and it was called huntertainment. Okay. Yeah. So these bounty hunters, they would basically follow them as like a reality TV show as they went and hunted them down. And there was one super super famous one called the Scarlet. Is it Scarlet Fox? I can't remember. No, her. she was. What, the... Uh, shoot, I can't remember her her code name. Or We're whatever. gonna get there. Yeah, but whatever. It is, regardless, she was super famous. She was like beloved, super sexy. You know this whole thing, and it is now like twenty twenty five years later. She is, has been living in an assisted living place, mm-hmm. and her daughter, who got very neglected as a as a child, yeah. um, is now a bounty hunter. But it's changed. The, you know, the whole industry has changed a lot. It's not entertainment anymore. Now it's very cutthroat and ruthless, and it's just bounty hunting. Um, <coughs> and so, uh, basically, this super huge contract has come up, and uh, I won't go into spoilers about who it is or whatever. But the, the the premise is she and her she goes to get her mom and teams up with her, takes her mom out with her on this hunt, uh, and. They don't get along very well. Yeah. <laughs> like that's no. putting it mildly. And that's kind of the setup and premise of the story. Well, that's basically uh, the first issue. Yeah. That's as far as I've gotten because okay. 75 books on my pull list. I loved this. I'm doing this in trade. Yeah. It's going to read it really, really so good in trade. Real but it is also yeah. really good in singles. Yeah. Uh, we get a lot more about the relationship and we, you know, we find out the very end who they're actually after at the end of the first, at the end of the first issue. Um, and we find out kind of why and what that means to both of them in this one. Cool. Yeah. And we get the, the biggest dick monster. Oh my God. Okay. I know that I talked about dicks a lot last issue or last episode. I know I did. And I'm sorry, but this dick human is basically that last episode. Come to life. Right. It is a human of that last episode like, with all of the dicks like made of dicks. Like literally it is, it is a, a whole, the whole person is shaped like a dick and hanging off of him is like 50 other little dicks. Yeah. Like what the head is, is a bell end. Yes. And what then is, they have a lot of dicks. What is that demon monster from uh, Dungeons and Dragons? The writhing. Oh, I don't know. Hang on. Now I'm going to Google. Brian, oh, good talk. God. <laughs> Um, oh. But yeah, so like one of the things is like uh, it's the Scarlet Sylph. Scarlet Sylph. Yep. There you go. Scarlet um. Sylph. Um, but her uh, her mom has a basically an eye implant that let her help track things. Well, it's technology that's no longer used because it turns out it was kind of dangerous because it gives you cancer. It gives you cancer, <laughs> right? I said it was dangerous, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it turns out that like that tech will let them follow. The person that they're tracking, like new tech, won't anymore. Right, and so that's why she brings her mom into it. Right, she's like, yeah. "Damn it, this is the only person that can help me." Yeah. <sighs> do we want to call spoilers and say who it is? Um, yes. yeah, I think. Okay, we do. so we're calling spoilers right now. 
So turns out the person that they're hunting is her brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, or and son, brother slash son, right? Is, Which frankly doesn't take a lot of mental gymnastics. To no, learn. it yeah. doesn't. That, I mean, in that. Yeah. That's why it, it builds so much more tension because she asks her mother to help her. Right. Even though her mother seems to not give a fuck about her mother anything. Is good I God. know that we're gonna have that breakdown moment where she talks about all her guilt and everything, but I just want this mom to be this cold, dead bitch. She kinda she has been so far. Yeah, she has. Like and any any feeling she's shown has been total manipulation. It's, not yeah, yeah. Right. Because guess what? Some moms are just not moms. Yeah. They just aren't. Yeah, and you get this whole, in this issue, you get this whole uh, communication when she's young, when the daughter is younger. Yeah. Between her and her brother, right? Yeah. That builds this whole relationship, and you're like, okay. And then, basically, the whole thing gets ripped away at the end. Oh, yeah. It's that was like, hard. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the one person that you have to count on is like, well, we can't do this anymore because somebody said bye. Yeah. Well, and this thing is different than we thought and yeah 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 it's like fuck this yeah yeah okay well we're not going to get my D D monster comparison because one can only look at the google image results google image results of D D tentacle monster <laughs> so oh long. no oh no Let's not no, do no. That. oh no oh is it the otyug or whatever no, no it's something like writhing mass or something oh, i don't know okay. <laughs> i'm not googling writhing mass <laughs> yeah either. don't look don't google <laughs> no. that either if nope. you, it's if like you... that time I decided for show art that I was going to Google a soggy Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> and you got a, a, a wet koala? Is that what you got? Because that's terrifying. I mean, I'm not going to say what I got. There no, please don't. And I will not cross. I'm <laughs> that curious. That's what Urban Dictionary is for. <laughs> oh, no. That's a, like, that's a thing? Like, that's a real thing? I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. 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 Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> Nope. Listeners at home, you can look up Soggy Muppet. There you go. I don't need it to. It's simultaneously probably not as bad as you're thinking, but also worse. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Wait, oh, God. Yeah. No, wait. Maybe, oh, God? Now I'm confused. <laughs> like, it's certainly I, less creative than I would have expected, but at the same time... I, like, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. I don't want to talk about it. We're done. We're done with this. All right. <laughs> I love, Jen, the next I love Jen's simultaneous fascination and revulsion. Like, it's simultaneous. That is called, hi, I'm Jen. <laughs> yes, I know. That's how I live my life. I know. I did already get called out on Twitter a little bit for my description of last week's sex criminals. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something about uh, uh, Megan, who's been on the show uh-huh. before. She was yeah, on, yeah. Our, on our uh, Spooptacular uh-huh. last year. Uh Having the entire financial district of New York hearing her laughing. <laughs> Oops. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a danger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, the Terrifics, huh? Oh, the Terrifics. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a new number one, another series spin out from Dark Metal. Yes. Uh, Probably the most direct from Dark Metal. Yeah, yeah very, very clearly. Um, so far, at least. And we get DC's version of the Fantastic Four. <laughs> and it is so exactly that. It's exactly what it is. I mean, it is... Basically, they go into the Dark Multiverse because Simon Stagg is Simon Stagg and can't leave well enough alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and fi- uh, uh, it's Mr. Terrific and Plastic Man and... Uh, Metamorpho. Metamorpho. Thank you. I was going to say Element Man and I knew that was fucking wrong. Nope. <laughs> And they head into 
the dark universe, which is functionally like the negative. Like what? Well, it's Annihilus. Annihilus, the negative oh, uh, zone. Is yeah, negative, negative zone. zone? Okay. Yeah. That sounded too easy. Um, and they meet Phantom Girl there. And yeah, we do. Then uh, it gets very Jack Kirby, let's say, for the moment. It does a hmm. bit. Yeah, we might call spoilers on that just so we can say, but not yet. Hmm. Um. But yeah, and it, it, you very clearly get the uh, the parallels of mm-hmm. characters between these yeah. guys, kind of in the Fantastic Four. Metamorpho has clearly been grim. Yes. Plastic Man is Johnny. <laughs> Complainy and everything, yes. Mr. Terrific is Reed. And that leaves Phantom Girl, who is trapped in Tangible as... as oh, yeah. okay. Sue. Yeah. Imagine. Okay, now I'm, I'm going to talk about my thing. Okay? Okay. I'm going to talk about my What's thing. What's your thing? My thing is that they are so very clearly working on doing some kind of crossover with... DC and Marvel have to be, have to be working on doing some kind of crossover. They have to. I'm calling yeah. it right now. This is me putting my foot down. This is happening. I've been thinking it for the past few weeks, and I finally mm-hmm. said it to Alex earlier this week. I was like, this is happening. And I was like, yes, absolutely, I am with you. Do you think this is this okay. is part of DC opening up this whole multiverses of multiverses type thing? Maybe. Right? Maybe. That literally and everything I mean, out there canning does exist somehow, kind of. Yeah. And, I mean, and they, in Ben and Johnny are action, about to go start universe hopping. Right. And, in action this week, they directly reference yes. Jarvis existing in another universe. And they do, and something else In ha- Tales of Suspense, yes. last week, they they mentioned Robin being the most well-known sidekick. And, Correct. And, which was pretty freaking hilarious. And but. you have Jason Aaron, who will soon be writing Avengers, and Scott Snyder, who will soon be writing Justice League, tweeting back and forth about wanting to do a crossover together. Also, Bendis. Oh. Come on. Come on. If Bendis shows up to, I mean, ECCC has already happened, so whatever the next big show that he's at is, dressed as, uh, does anyone remember the name of the character from that? They did the, I know the they've done other stuff. Class, yeah, but the amalgam, no, not the amalgam, okay. the actual straight up just DC Marvel crossovers. There was a villain who was common to all of them who those two companies have co ownership. Oh, there is, and I don't I do not remember yeah. the name of that. Um if, however, he shows up yeah. as the next convention dressed as that character, I will not be surprised. Also that is a thing I would do even if those were not in the works at this point, just to fuck with people like us. Yeah. Because yes. that would be very funny to me. That would be funny. So Bendis if you're listening <laughs> First yeah, off, sure, sure. Uh, DMS, we'd love to have you on. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> but secondly, do it. Cosplay this character whose name we're blanking on, and surely you're yelling at your do phone, it. going, "It's such and such in the conservatory with the lead pipe." <laughs> wow, he, too much glue this week, sir. <laughs> Indeed. Way too much in, in so many ways, yeah. Indeed. Uh, but then, uh, yeah, and yeah. so... Can we call spoiler now? I was going to say, we, now we need to call spoiler because somebody shows up at the end. Well, well not even that. That's not even the show thing. up. I'm but... talking about the dead eternal floating. Oh, okay, yeah, there's that. That's the thing. Like, I don't... Tom Strong's not a spoiler to me. They're on the co- He's on the cover of the issue. Right, right. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, no, that, that 
dead, basically uh, Galactus ass some bitch. That guy. <laughs> oh, that they're in. Yeah, like cut off his head yeah. and oh hey, it's nowhere. Um, imagine. Let's see. I was gonna say it. it it's nowhere still intact. Yeah. <laughs> right it's after he died, maybe. the body of a celestial, yeah. the body of an eternal, whatever yeah. they're called. And this is in the dark multiverse, right? Huh. Yeah, the dark universe. The dark. It's, yeah. It's the space that the dark multiverse occupied that is apparently now empty. In, right. Which so basically bu- the negative zone. We should have had a. We should have had the ending for dark metal by now. Yeah, it got bumped originally the twenty eighth. So we're supposed to kind of know what happened. Yeah. But we don't one hundred percent yet. So and they we'll didn't see. want to bump these books a fourth time. Yeah, right. And and uh, you know, I, I get that. That's fair. I I, yeah. I do. I, you know, I I complain about timing, and I I know that it happens. I don't have to like it, but I do. Yeah. Know, I I can accept that it happens. Yeah, like sometimes just yeah. it's not realistic to keep bumping things. And then uh, turns out the reason they turn <laughs> they find Phantom Girl, but that's not who they were actually looking for. There was actually a signal they were following, and the yeah. signal is Tom Strong. Yes. Yeah. And so it's a projection, a, a message that he has left yes. for them. And that's where we pick up on this. More and more, we're seeing America's Best Comics characters show up in continuity. <sighs> this it's is just a matter good. of time before the Demon Knights team up with the <sighs> Legion of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Mm. <laughs> Hear that, universe? I'm secreting again. <laughs> <laughs> Which I realized I cannot say secreting in a text message because that is spelled exactly the same way as secreting. Gross. <laughs> I caught so that before gr- I hit send on that message. I, thank you so much. I'm now, I'm now secreting the universe again. <laughs> like, I secreted the Hamilton polka. I did not secrete that. Weird Al secreted that. I just secreted it. Hold on. We need a moment of like pure fucking gratitude that you caught that before you sent it. Yeah, what because can I say that's what I, you're welcome? Yeah, pretty much. Um, thank you, Alex. And I knew even if I capitalized it, You'd still just think I was then emphasizing my secretion. <laughs> I secreted it. <laughs> I secreted this. <laughs> yeah. Gross. Thank you for not secreting at me. You're welcome. <laughs> Until now. Thank you. <laughs> I at least save it for a wider audience. <laughs> wow. Uh, That's worse. He did it again. He made, he made it, weird. it weird. He made it weird. <laughs> All right. Let's go on to solicitations, shall we? Uh, sure. <laughs> Sure. You want to know my secretion? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, was there an end to that? <laughs> still good. Okay, let's go into still, is it still good now? Because okay. Brian apparently can't live with me doing no, solicitations just, first. Let's, 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 make a, let's make a good, clean uh, edit of that, please. I mean, or we can just bully Brian and go on into solicitations. Which is, <laughs> which is what funny. normally happens, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, I don't Which I'm fine with. Actually, you know what? It, it might make me feel comfortable if we did that. <laughs> <laughs> if we just secrete solicitation? <laughs> no. No, we're not secreting. I mean, I can just alternate and is it still good a solicitation and is it still good a solicitation? Let's not do that. <laughs> no, that, no, that's bad. <laughs> I will probably cry. <laughs> okay, fine. It's so easy for we me. We will spare Jen ocular emissions. <laughs> Speaking of secreting... <laughs> All right. Uh, if that D2 were nearby, I'd roll it to determine which one we're doing. But just to put Brian at ease. I don't care. We I don't will even do know where it is. Good. No, you will live with this. Okay. I'm, I'll take it. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Betty and Veronica Vixen's number four. Brian. Uh, the girls, uh, the girls, 
stand up and display, and they get oh a my. new member. <laughs> no, that didn't sound right. Did mm, <laughs> interesting. You've been watching next, too much Riverdale. Next time I'm going to say there's a greeting. Oh, my gosh. Again. Was that back on this week? Um, I think so. <laughs> okay. The other thing I've seen yet this I, week is Yeah, I'm, I'm behind. Yeah, the, girls, the girls stand up to the serpents and get a new member. There we go. Alrighty. I don't think you actually approved that one. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> you really just doubled down. <laughs> I know. That was on purpose. <laughs> Well, while Brian doubles down on Betty and Veronica. <laughs> oh, now there's a no. Nope, Hold mind. on, physically impossible. Let's go. Keep going. <laughs> Not if you're a kangaroo, oh. <laughs> or just somebody who has two penises. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Not if you're the wingworm. <laughs> oh my god! Everybody wingworm fucking... tonight. Everybody. I don't even know how many he could down on. So what's next? It's like a French tickler coming to life. It's worse. <laughs> it's no, it's worse. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I had some other terrible joke in my head, and now we're gonna do first. whatever the next book is. Yes, Sorry, I'm still are. stuck on Betty and Veronica. <laughs> That's what lube's for, Brian. Abbott, number you made two. it so weird. You both made it so weird. Abbott number two, uh, Elena refuses to be swayed by her attacker and instead visits an old, weird-ass, amazing friend for information. Action Comics number 998, Brian. Um, Booster and Superman escape from the world of Zod. And we get confirmation about what really happened to Jor-El. Hmm. Batman Beyond number 17. We finally learn who has been seeking payback against Batman. Spoilers. It's payback. <laughs> <laughs> the Demon Hell is Earth number four. We get a kind of a quiet before the storm issue here where the characters sort of talk to each other about their feelings and emotions and you know just general wants and what they think about life and the universe and all of those sorts of things they get high and lay out under the stars well not that (laughs) i was gonna say wait my teens yes but we get uh (laughs) madame xanadu expressing some old feelings oh my uh detective comics number 975 Brian. Which also has my quote of the week. Brian's quote of the week. Man, last year was so nice. <laughs> or not last year, last week was so nice. Last week was so nice. Yeah, you sang last yeah. week. But only she sang. Yeah. It was just me. <laughs> oh, so it's okay. Yeah, only that's right. I, I did instruct <laughs> everyone to sing the uh the the long box theme to themselves at home. Okay. Blech. I mean um, I'm sure you all have lovely, beautiful voices. But but uh um Nightwing and, and Batgirl are, are talking, and um, <clears throat> she's, Batgirl says, This might surprise you, Dick, but some of us like to be prepared for what we walk into every now and then. <laughs> and he says, Well, I was just planning on following my heart. Always oh, he seems to lay me in the right spot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my eye holes in this mask are big enough for the eye roll that deserves <laughs> Incidentally, this was one of those weeks where I pegged your quote of the Did week you? immediately. <laughs> yes. Also... Would you not read a Batgirl book written by Tynan ongoing? Oh, because oh, I know I fucking hell yes. That. 
Hell yes. So this issue is titled The Trial of Batwoman, Mm -hmm. and we get all of the Bat family expressing their thoughts about it, Mm -hmm. and And then finding out that none of it really matters. It basically (laughs) becomes The Trial of Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Oh. And and Batgirl nails it on the head. We know he's leaving this book. I would love oh. like him writing Batgirl with her and Cass. I almost forgot the best part. The fucking awesome, amazing Cassie and Alfred Yeah. scenes. Oh, the Cass stuff is heartbreaking. Which reminds anyway, this is, it, is it, it reminds me a lot. So it's still good, right? Oh, it's still awesome. Okay, it rem- good. Real quick, it, it reminded me a lot, though, of the <laughs> Nadia and Jarvis stuff. It does. It really does. Yeah. Doom, but more emo. Doom Patrol JLA number one. Uh, shit gets weird, er, and then goes back to normal <laughs> as the crossover ends. But with a couple of major changes to the universe. This might be the most old Doom Patrol feeling story yeah. at, that I've read since the old Doom Patrol. Flash number 41, Brian. Um, Wally is the better Flash. Takes back over as Flash and immediately comes into conflict with Barry. Oh. Yeah. Because Barry starts fucking things up again. Imagine. Raven, Daughter of Darkness, number two, Brian. Um, Raven is following, trying to track down Azure. uh, And... Did she try contacting a Microsoft representative? No, not that. No, no, not going there. <laughs> uh, and invites her and, and begins to form a friend group outside of superheroes. While she's looking for Azure, is I hate myself for this. This is wow. so bad. Please don't, do it. Don't. Is Starfire looking for Rackspace? He's <laughs> 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 good on so many levels. <laughs> uh, we're gonna need a four, full 48, 48 unit rack for that one. Big pause. No, I'm just kidding. Um, um. Now, Brian, tell me about Teen Titans. <laughs> uh, the Teen Titans move out of the tower, and apparently, Starfire needs to look for some rack space. I mean, she does now. They're homeless. That's right. Um, and uh, and and Gar makes the worst decision. But you know what? I love it. Like this is one of my favorite issues yeah. of this book so far. Yeah, I do like I do like his fangirl who has this T-shirt on though. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder Woman number forty-one, Brian. Um, Wonder Woman and Steve talk about their feelings. Oh, <laughs> good. Transformers versus Visionaries number three. Yeah, good. Everybody changes sides and allegiances. And Viralina gets herself a new royal mount. <laughs> okay. Rat Queens, number eight. Brian, speaking of royal mounts, maybe that seems like a thing that could show up in that book. Yeah, uh, it could, but Or doesn't. Dave? I mean, come um, on. Uh, no, um, this is uh, the story about how Hannah ends up in magic prison. Mm. And... We get more about what's fucked up and missing from the current Rat Queen universe. Because things aren't right. Very interesting. Thanks, Miss Clavel. Hey, Jen. Mm-hmm. Redneck number 10. We find out how evil got his name. 
Evil the Cat from the planet Heck? No, Evil the Character in this book. Okay. Yeah, that hey, should Jen. definitely be enough. Saga number 49. One set of parents stand up for their child's body rights, and another parent totally disregards it. For his own child, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Sounds better than soggy number 49. <laughs> yeah, I'll take uh, a soggy number 49, please. Whatever you do, don't Google soggy muppets. <laughs> It's like I'm going, like I'm going to, like I'm. Let's be real. I'm going to. Actually, I don't want to, but I'm going to. I actually did find a damp Muppet that Ugh. was that episode show art, <laughs> but it was not worth it. You really don't want to. Avengers number six eighty two. Uh, Red Wolf. The word Red Wolf is the character. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's like Red Wing is not right. Nope. <laughs> I knew. I could. I, I could see in your eyes where you were stumbling. <laughs> Uh, Red Wolf observes the fight and makes the one move he needs to make to win. Mm -hmm. Which is what he does. Black Panther number 170. The drama with the gods that's been going on in the second arc ties back to the first. And the people of Wakanda learn that maybe there is an answer that is not simply... The gods exist, or the gods have turned their back on us. Champions, number 17, Brian. Uh, we find out what's going on with uh, Robot Viv and Vision, and then it's Viv versus Viv. Despicable Deadpool, number 295, Jid. Deadpool has the most heartbreaking moment with one of his victims on the bucket list. And his worst nightmare shows up to bring him in. Invincible Iron Man number 597, Jin. I don't, how do you guys do this all the time? <laughs> um, well, Brian makes really long pauses that you edit out. That's true. I do try to do that. I leave them a little long so people are like, <laughs> it's taking him forever. And I'm like, you don't yeah. know. You have no idea. <laughs> As someone who has also edited this pause, I was like, a second is really usually five. I'm, I'm getting better, <laughs> yeah. though. You, you are. are. You really are. Now that after after two weeks ago, when you realized you could think about this yeah, It's before. exactly <laughs> what happened. I'm like, oh, shit, I should pay attention, and then I'll kind of know what books I'm going to get. How about that? Yeah. All right. In MIT gets litigious, <laughs> and Doom finds his groove with the villains. How Victor got his groove back. <laughs> Jessica Jones, number 17, Brian. Um, Jessica, believes it, or, believe it or not, finally wins a fight without her fists. <laughs> Legion, number two, Brian. I believe um, it. She's a very smart and capable woman. Yeah, Legion takes his new mental health pro care professional on a trip into his own mind. Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider-Man, number 300, Jen. No, you should do this one, because it's one of those ones where I got really caught up, and I don't remember what happened in which book. I'm so okay. sorry. <laughs> I just remembered that. All right. Peter splits from the fight with all the supervillains to take down the real threat, destroys J. Jonah Jameson's car in the process... And then decides that the best solution to their current problems is to take a little vacation to the past. 
Okay, yeah, all right. Which one is the one where Johnny's like, I just hate spider people. I'll kill them all. I'll kill them all. <laughs> was it the last one? I think one? it's the one before this. Yeah, I oh, think yeah. it was the one before where, <laughs> where he takes Peter's place. Yeah. Oh, when you say you got caught up, you don't mean like you just were so engaged in everything. No, no, no. I mean like, she read like, like I read like issues. seven issues. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God dang. I read a bunch of yeah. fucking spider books this week. <laughs> Spider Gwen number twenty nine. Jin. <laughs> Gwen finds just how far she's willing to go with the symbiote. Oh hey. <laughs> On the way. <laughs> Spider Man versus Deadpool number twenty eight. Jin. <laughs> um, she's still thinking about that Gwen and symbiote is what she's doing. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm, sticky. Um, <laughs> and weird. Um, like, you know that anyone covered in a symbiote is always going to be like a little tacky to the touch. <laughs> like if you if you like brush no, if you no, like no. brush their no, thigh, no, no. you pull back and like it's it's gonna stick to yeah. you a little yep. bit. Yep. I'm just having... kind of like that goo that goo stuff. It like just yeah, like, know, stretches out and then lets the, go. The yeah. reason symbiotes are kind of leaves a little film behind. Like, Nobody will be the big or little spoon with them. I'm just having a little problem with the phrase. Never mind. You know what? Never mind. I'm. I don't even want to. Tacky. No. I mean, no. Just anyone covered in a symbiote. (laughs) I mean, what better way is there to phrase that? There's not. But it's just the fact that that's how it has to be phrased. It makes me go. Anyone wearing an alien skin suit? Is that better? No, it's really not. It's really not. Didn't huh. think so. I mean, functionally, symbiotes are the fetish wear of the superhero costume universe. <laughs> they are basically sentient zentais. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of are. That are that come in a so, sticky. That come in so, a couple of variations. <laughs> Spider-Man v. Deadpool. Um, Wade is a little upset that Peter the doesn't... V stands for verisimilitude. <laughs> No. Nope. No, it does because the chameleon's the bad guy. Yeah. Oh. Wade is a little upset that Peter doesn't remember his last conversation with him. And it's totally because of chameleon. I have to make an aside on this just because. Did you notice the thing they did with layouts in this issue? Probably not. So the issue is told first from Peter's perspective and then from Wade's. And both of the retellings of their encounter with each other have the exact same layout. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. I didn't notice that, but that's cool. That's really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars, Darth Vader, number 12. Brian? Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, Vader hunts down, starts hunting down who sent bounty hunters after him last issue. Hmm. Was it the Emperor? I bet it was the Emperor. (laughs) Thanos number 16. Thanos number 16. We learn the history, the secret origin of the cosmic ghost rider, who will be getting his own (gasps) book soon. And, and I'm going to call spoilers in this, so jump forward 15 seconds if you don't want to hear this. Norrin Rad is worthy! Oh. Nice. Yep. So now it's time for solicitations. <laughs> okay. Brian. 
And we're just going to go free-for-all on this. <laughs> oh. oh, my. Okay, yeah, let's do that. A walk through the hall. I think you oh, were the only a one. A walk through the hall? Really? Oh, walk through hell. A walk through the hall. This is a story about a it's, high school student who goes between one class and another it's class. It's Aaron Sorkin's <laughs> first comic. <laughs> it's a single walk, walk and, and talk, talk. the comic. It's a single walk But because there are so many words, this entire walk and talk takes a 12-issue miniseries. <laughs> <laughs> but you read it really fast. You do. Oh, my. Um... No, this is uh, this is a, <laughs> this is by AfterShock, and this is about two it's, FBI agents. It's uh, published when, by AfterShock. Okay, okay, it's not written by. AfterShock. No, it's not written by AfterShock. It's it's from AfterShock. from AfterShock. It's actually written by Garth Ennis, which is what attracted me to it. Um, one hump or two? Hmm, maybe three. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh God! It's a it's a it's a mutant. <laughs> Yeah. It's Humpus Superior. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's a convent I don't want to visit. Fan art, please? No? Yes? Maybe? Uh, so um, it's about an older female FBI agent who's kind of on the burn of uh, the, the edge of her of burnout and a younger, slightly more idealistic partner and they are asked to go investigate a warehouse where two other agents have disappeared and apparently shit goes really wrong inside the warehouse so okay cool. yeah. is this really oh. called a walk across the hall no it's really a called walk a walk through, through hell, hell. Oh, I, okay i yeah. misread hell as hall and yeah it just in my head came out a walk through the hall yeah okay and apparently yeah, yeah, this, this is this is a horror book <laughs> okay yeah acceptable <laughs> Yes. Much different from my Aaron Sorkin comic. Yes, yeah. No, it is not a walk through the a walk through the hall. No, it is. Damn it! <laughs> Coda number one. I think we both had this on our list, Brian. Did we you have did. this one too, Jen? This is Cy Spurrier, Cy Spurrier, which is really all yeah. I need at this point. Pretty much. Um, but yeah, this is. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, it's a kind of a post-apocalyptic thing, um, but it's like a post-apocalyptic fantasy. Yeah. world and uh this guy is going to look for the soul of his wife remember who the artist is hmm. on this one, uh, the artist is uh matthias bergara okay yeah i've seen like preview pages of this one. it looks very pretty it does look pretty yeah. yeah it's a gorgeous looking book i like it um dark horse ether colon the copper golems yeah so ether was the the little mini series that came out about the human like basically the person from normal world who is able to go into the world of magic mm-hmm. matt kent right yeah and uh can diagnose and kind of like fix things because he yeah. doesn't really believe in magic but so he somehow is able to fix it when things go wrong or whatever um and this is the next arc in that kind cool. of the next story all right we have on our list this little book called now help me if i'm if i'm mispronouncing really? again actian comi wow again <laughs> i think you did this last time <laughs> i did do this last time and then you put action comics on your list again well the, and actually there's a bunch of these that are there's like uh the two there are a bunch too 
Yeah. There's two Action and Superman are each getting specials yeah. as capstones to their writers' career. There you runs. go. Thank you. Done. Yes. Very that cool. said, Kent Clark, acupuncturist from Branson, Missouri. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you want to get into Superman, these are not where you start. These are the ends of yes, stories. Yes, these, the, these are the ends. Correct. <laughs> oh, oh, Kent Clark. Yes. I look forward to someday having him as a guest on the show. Yeah. Uh, we also have a, a weird sort of thing for DC. Uh, DC Nation number zero. Yes. Which I think all of us put on our lists. Mm-hmm. This is three stories. It is the beginning of the arc about the Joker's reaction to Bruce and Selina's engagement from Batman. Mm-hmm. It is a prologue to uh, Justice League No Justice. Mm-hmm. And it is, what's the third one, Ryan? Man of Steel. Man of Steel. That's Bye. Right. This guy... Uh, Brian Bendis? Yeah, Trader Bendis. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in Jessica Jones this week, there's a crowd, like, complaining about stuff. One of the things, one of the persons holding up a sign is, like, Trader Bendis. It's yeah. pretty funny. Um, you might know him from a bunch of Marvel books. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that's, and that's only a quarter that issue, right? That's, yeah, it is a 25, the first printing the first of it printing, is yes. going to be a 25 cent issue. And it's these three, they're all three kind of prelude stories leading yeah. up to these others. And they're not going to get and reprinted in those or anywhere else. They're, they're going to get reprinted, I think, in, in the collect, trades, in trades yeah, but, but not, not the until then. Yeah. Yep. Not in the series or anything. Yes. Speaking of Justice League, no justice. Yeah. That starts, I am so down for this. Number one to four comes yep. out all that month. Yep. Uh, New Challengers number one is also out, which this is probably the other like really closely yeah. tied to to the Dark to multi, the Dark Dark Knights. Yeah, yep. Um, and this is Snyder writing the New Challengers. Mm-hmm. Um, and the arts uh, Andy Kubert and Klaus Janson. Yes. yes. Nightwing number forty four. You thought you'd gotten out. You I thought did. you were done with the game. Thought I was away from Nightwing, and, and then... now Brian's back on Nightwing, and so is Alex, probably. And why is that? <laughs> that would be because Mr. Benjamin Percy's picking up the oh, right, writing it. duties. Oh yeah. damn yeah. it! As exactly. he leaves Green Arrow, he does also Jim. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I, I I have loved what he did with Green Arrow, so I am super excited to see what he can do with yeah. Mr. Nightwing. I think I'll be a good fit for Dick. I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. Over at Image, we've got Barrier coming out, which is, we've talked before, I think, briefly on the show about, uh, oh, damn it. Vaughn? The Brian K. Vaughn and Marcus yeah. Martin uh, Private Eye. Private, Private Eye, Eye. Right. yeah, yeah. Uh, which was the first book they launched through their platform that's pay what you want for digital. They're ostensibly digital only, but they've released it through image as a hardcover before. This was their follow-up series to that. And they're releasing this there. They say there will not be a hardcover for this. They're only doing these weekly printings of issues. And they're very, they're very odd. They're landscape based. Yes. Because originally it's digital and they're right. And they were right. yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's landscape based, but it, they're all five coming out this month and they're, I mean, they look like in they're May, just going to this month. Well, okay. I say are, the, the month I don't think I actually people. said these are okay. May solicitations. May solicitations. So it yeah. is coming out in the month of May of which we are discussing and they're Tra-la. all, they're all five going to be out that month and they just look beautiful. If anyone has alcohol left, that was a Camelot reference. So take a drink. Nope. I okay. hate you. 
Eh, you're not the first. You won't be the last. <laughs> Redneck Volume 2 is also out. I'm very excited for that. That's we were, what I'm we, happy about. Yeah. Tib messaged us both last night about how he yes, was he did. caught up on, on Redneck, and my response was, damn it, I need that trade out. Fuck yeah. It's so, so May, good. May will this, be trade number two. This arc is like everything that you expect to not happen happens. Yeah. Sweet. It's so good. Over at Marvel, we have the beginning of Jason Aaron's run on the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And May is like the qual, the quiet version of what June is going to be. June is going to be just buck wild in Marvel <laughs> solicitations. Oh, my God. Um, like, just about every book they've announced for June so far, I'm just like, yes, damn it, take my money. But also, oh, fuck you. <laughs> because they all sound too good, and I can't not read them. And uh, Yeah, like... Uh, I'll- Oh, it's bad. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. bad. Um, but if you read uh, uh, the Marvel Legacy one shot, this is going to be picking up threads that began there. Mm-hmm. And what is coming out of the No Surrender stuff? Yeah. yeah. The other thing I think is cool about this, and I don't know if this is done for an intentional reason that's going to be part of the narrative, or if it's just coincidence. But half the team is former major defenders characters. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, Ghost Rider, She-Hulk, and Cap have all been mainstays of the Defenders. Mm -hmm. The other characters are Black Panther, Iron Man, Captain Marvel, and... Uh, There's one more on the team, too. I think there were eight. Yeah. uh, Hang on. Uh, Let's see if it's in here. Uh, It wasn't Janet, was it? Uh, Oh, Thor. Thor Odinson. Duh. Yeah, I yeah. thought I'd said Thor. I guess I didn't. Nope. Um, so yeah, that's going to be cool because Jason Aaron. If Jason Aaron writes it, read it. That's an easy, an easy way to remember whether you should write it or not. Read it Pretty or not. Pretty good, yeah. Um, Quicksilver, Jen, tell me about Quicksilver. Why did we put Quicksilver Why on our list? Why the hell or do we have Quicksilver on so our list? So I'm I'm getting from this that you guys have never really liked Quicksilver no, all that no, much. He's not my thing. But in the '90s, I fucking loved Quicksilver. And then it just kind of, I mean, it, it was dumb then, but I was a child. Um, but then it kind of got real not okay. Yeah. Like, interestingly dumb and not in a good way. Um, but now Saladina Med is writing it, and come on, we have to, yeah. right? If, if Saladina Med writes it, read it. It's yeah. a very simple flowchart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alex says, Alex says, like, Eight pages of very simple flowcharts. <laughs> oh, and it's Eric Nguyen on art, and I'm, it looks really good. Like it looks really yeah. pretty and really good. Yeah, Marvel. Marvel is is doing this thing where they're putting really good writers and artists on books on characters that I really haven't cared that much about. Damn you, Marvel! Yeah. yeah. Um, this is mercifully a mini series. It is spinning out of <laughs> yeah. No Surrender. So, Jed, you'll want to catch up on that probably. Yeah. Um. And this is the highest compliment I think I could pay a person. If Saladina Med wrote Namor, I would read it. Oh. Yeah, but you guys didn't read that Namor miniseries that I got in the long box. Nope. It was really good. I actually think he tweeted mentioning that as very good Namor. It is very good Namor. Yeah. Um, the rest, maybe not. But that is very good Namor. Yeah. And I would also read with it. With or without shirt? Mostly with. Oh. Yeah. Because yeah, it's like Victorian-esque. Yeah. Mm. Apparently, apparently, Namor is better with a shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you, I would you, definitely know? agree with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, um, but I think that this is going to deal a lot with like the reasons why Quicksilver has been so annoying. That would be a good thing to resolve. Yeah. <coughs> but I'm very excited about it. Yes. You know what else you're very excited for? I don't know. You tell Donnie me. Donnie Cates is writing Venom. That's right. Donnie Cates is writing that good, good sticky boy. <laughs> You remember? remember? <laughs> I need some of that good, good Johnny oh, Kate sticky oh, boy now, in my I, life. I do have a question though. Yeah. So if we put Venom with Tarzan, with Tarzan's <gasps> a smooth sticky boy, smooth boy, it depends. What is Tarzan's coefficient of friction? <laughs> How smooth is Tarzan so smooth. the smooth boy? He's so smooth. <laughs> Um, so I'm not only excited about, this is really, I'm, I'm excited about Venom because it's Donny Cates, the and then, sounds so cool. and then, no, and then also I'm excited because it's Ryan Stegman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember when I was saying they were putting good art, good writers and artists on books, the yeah. characters I traditionally am a kid, damn it. Yeah. Also, the premise but sounds yeah. really cool. Yes, it's it like does. Venom fighting medieval shit. Yep. I can't wait. Me either. Alright, there's also um Jeff Lemire's Moon Knight run is coming out on hardcover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole All 14 run issues. in Get one that thing. hardcover. <sighs> Beautiful. Do it. Uh Blackwood number one of four. I think I was the only one who yep. threw this on my list. And it is because of a very specific phrase in the solicitation. <laughs> um that phrase being mischievous two headed mummy chimp. Uh, that was all I needed. This is like magic kids and teens in a magic school. Like oh, I did. I, yeah. Okay. Is this the murder in the magic school? Um, yeah, it is. I mean, probably. Yeah. They want to enhance their supernatural abilities, bond with others, hampered by an undead dean's curse, yada, yada, yada. I don't see anything about okay, it. Okay, right maybe it was another solicitor yeah. I was looking at. It was about a I mean, it was a good guess. Yeah. <laughs> I bet there is Teens one. in a magic school. There's going to be a murder. Yeah. yeah. Fa- wait. Do they do they ride a magic school bus? I don't know. Okay, I do have a. I do, if they I'm ride one, a school bus, it is probably I do think magic. There's one thing that's funny. You realize magic school bus is not at bus. all about magic. It's all about science. <laughs> but the bus is magic. The bus, I, I get you. The point is, the bus is magic. It is a magic school. And I science get that. is magic. I get that. My point is, I do think I just it's think weird that the magic school bus only goes back into the left. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Alex. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, flavor number one. I think that's another one of mine, and I'm it scrolling is. down on my list now to get to it. Uh, this is Joe Keating, who writes Shudder, which I don't know that we've ever really talked about much on the show. I, I read it in trade. It's this cool image ongoing about a photographer whose dad mm. was an adventurer, and he's disappeared, and... They live in this weird world of robots and fantasy creatures and all of that. Yeah. And there's this we there's this old like curse, uh, or not curse so much as prophecy on her family, and she's gonna find all of her half siblings and mm-hmm. deal with it because the world is peppered with her father's children. I know those feels. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so this is this is another Joe Keating book. Um, I think this was another one that the art I saw for it, which was or, or was just beautiful. You mentioned uh, the art. Wook Jin Clark yeah. is the artist. Tamara Bonvillain is the colorist. 
Um, and it's basically Hunger Games and Miyazaki-style art and sounds cool and looks beautiful. Is this about cooking? It's called Hunger, so yes. It's about oh, an unlicensed flavor? chef. Flavor. Flavor, sorry. <laughs> I was looking at the word hunger. Uh, it's about a strange walled city with an unlicensed chef who <laughs> discovers a mystery that threatens to end it all. Is yeah. kind of the short version. A culinary epic. Culinary epic. There you go. Yes. Sweet. I like books about food. And savory. Yeah. They make and me spicy hungry. And spicy. <laughs> yep. Uh, Black Panther is getting a new number one. Because yeah. as part of their new spate of releases, Marvel is... Some books are going to have both legacy numbers and one and, and volume numbers on them. Everything's getting solicited with just the volume numbers now. So this is a number one, and they'll also probably have... I mean, they're going to shed both numbers, and however you want to count, count. No big deal. The reason this is on my list is because it is picking up the idea that was introduced in Marvel Legacy about Space Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And I am down for Space Wakanda. Wakanda in space. <laughs> Hunt for Wolverine, Mystery and Mad Report, which is on my list for two reasons. One, Jim Zob is writing, Chris Bacalo is drawing, and I am completely down with that. Yes. Um, Storm, Rogue, Psylocke, Domino, and Jubilee are looking for Wolverine in Mad Report. It's also on my list because I wanted to irritate Brian a little bit by putting one of these on my list. There's there are also, like 30 the, of these yeah, Hunt for Wolverine titles. There are four mm. four-issue miniseries. Wait, wait. There are four <laughs> four-issue miniseries just about the hunt for Wolverine. And then another three four-issue miniseries about the Infinity Stone countdown, blah, blah, okay. blah, blah, blah. But, Brian, you don't have to read anything you don't want to. That's... That is twenty eight issues that are. But here's the problem: is that like I want to know is the problem. Okay, then but I can't do it. Then read the one shot that's out in April that tells you this is just about everyone's reaction too. Just like the Infinity Countdown one shots are just filling in those gaps for other people. Would you rather have ongoings that you're reading take left turns that have nothing to do with what's going on to tie into an event? Or would you rather have a bunch of mini-series start that you can completely ignore and the books you're normally reading be uninterrupted, which is what I would The prefer. answer is yes, but also I need to know all them dirty, dirty deeds. You, no, you, you know what? You're always disappointed <laughs> by them. There has never, there that has doesn't never, mean I don't want to know them. There has you never do not understand once. my brain. I will be disappointed, but I uh-huh. do still need it. Me too. There has Me too. never once been Which a is case. what Marvel's banking on. I know, those motherfuckers. For me personally, there has never once been a case when I've picked up a book that I'd either dropped or wasn't reading because it tied into an event and felt like it was the right call. Never once in my life. Okay. Just don't read them. If you're not going to read it anyway, don't. And if you are, do it and enjoy it. That's awesome. Do it. (laughs) I'm not going to go and then talk about how shitty it is. What I would rather have is I would rather have them do what they did with Avengers. All the books stopped, and they did this weekly event story, and see, did that, and then after that, they're going to come back to whatever. They did that, and it did not sell phenomenally well. They had when Wolverine died, they did that, and it because nobody wanted to read a weekly Wolverine book right about people coping with Wolverine's death. I agree. <laughs> Just like this, <laughs> I would not read 
Hunt for Wolverine as a weekly series across four across three or four months because I don't want to commit to that many. So, no, no, no. But it, it has to be it has to be in place of the other series that people are involved in. But basically, okay. this one is like pick a team, go with that view. Yeah, that's all I'm. That's all it is. And if you don't care, then don't read it. It's yeah. not hard. It's easy. Yeah. Just because it exists. Sure. Ignore. It's easy for it's, him. It's a collector thing. <laughs> it's not a collector Here. thing. It's a, okay. no, it I need all the gossip. The collector's market has marginally, if at all, marginally, if only barely existed since the 90s. I know. These issues are not going to be things. It's but. not, I didn't say investment. <laughs> He I just needs s- it. Just... It's a compulsion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and all I say to that is fuck FOMO. <laughs> you need to go see your therapist. This is just Instead of buying out. all of the that's, books. That's what I really should do. You're <laughs> it right. will be much cheaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. That honestly, is also true. Honestly, yes. yes. Yeah, that is also true. Remind me again, how many Action 1000 <laughs> variants are you buying, Brian? All of them. <laughs> all, all eight of them at ten dollars a piece. Or Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! Okay. Yeah. What's next? Um, <laughs> okay. We need okay. to stop talking about that. Yeah. <sighs> I have a trio of books from Vault Comics. Okay. Two of which are actually number twos, just because I missed them in April. Huh. Uh, Deep Roots, which. I actually know very little about this. is a, This is one of those months where a lot of the books I'm picking up are because I've just seen really, really beautiful art for them. Mm. Um, and this is one of them. It's about a couple of worlds that are bleeding into each other. Like, only one can survive and they're kind of infecting mm-hmm. one another. Mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, each of them is trying to survive and they're kind of infecting one another. Uh, it's just very, very pretty. Val Rodriguez is the artist. Dodd Waters is the writer. Hmm. Uh, it looks really cool. The next one we've talked about before. Okay. We talked about it a few weeks ago when Magdalene Fasaggio was on. Uh-huh. Okay. Vagrant Queen number one. Yeah. yeah. So that has been solicited now, so you can go order it from your comic shop. Indeed. Do it. Do that thing. If you haven't it's listened not, to it that episode. It sounded really cool. Yeah. If you haven't listened to that episode, it's like a Star Wars-y type uh, story about a woman who was a princess and she and her mother ran away after the throne was overtaken, after civil unrest, and now she's trying to find her mother and she's made this deal with this pilot to help him get his ship back if uh, uh, he helps her find her mother, so... Mags explains it better. Yes, better yes. Than I just go, listen so go listen to the episode. Uh-huh. And also get then the, book. the third one, which again also just somehow right by me in April, but Wasted Space, the second issue is out. Cool. In, in I'm sorry, it passed right by me in January in the April solicitations. Wasted Space number two is out in May. The first issue is out in April. You can still go pre-order it. Mm-hmm. And we're actually going to talk about it at length next week with Michael Moracy. Yeah. Um, it looks gorgeous. It looks very, very good. Uh, the artist on it is Hayden Sherman, and there's a variant by Marguerite Savage. Apparently, oh. for this year, Vault is making sure that every one of its books has either uh, 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 
the regular cover artist is from an all-women team, or they're doing variants. But there's always going to be really a cover cool. that's always an all-women team. That's cool. So, I dig uh, that. They announced that at ECCC this weekend. Nice. Nice. Um, Jen, you have a couple left, too. Oh, I do? Okay. Yep. Dismantlers? Um, yeah, this is about a... Like a universe where they're terraforming a bunch of different planets and stuff. And the people in this book are the people who go and, and take down the terraforming uh, equipment when either it doesn't work or it has been ava- abandoned oh, yeah. or I, something. I'll just put this one on my um, yeah. This one sounds cool. Yeah, it looks really, really cool. Um, it is just a nitty gritty behind the scenes, like the people who do the work book. Yeah. Uh, Death or Glory. Was what I think we all talked about a little bit beforehand. Rick Remender and Big Gall. Yeah, this one's going to be beautiful and interesting. It's about um, sort of truckers as the saviors of America. I don't know why I'm intrigued by that, but I am. Yeah. Um, it seems like, you know, these the, the bad people in this book can deal with... Um, can either try and get away or deal with this person, Glory, who is the main character in the book, who seems like the most complete badass. All right. Awesome. Who was raised by truckers. Yeah. How about... I cannot wait for this next one. You are Deadpool. Yeah. This one is going to be crazy. Um, If you've ever wanted to be Deadpool, now you get to be Deadpool. <laughs> I'm just going to like... I'm probably going to go into my own money and buy a bunch of these trades and the least annoying Deadpool cosplays at Dragon Con. I'm going to give them these books. <laughs> and be like, here you go. This is what you get for being awesome. Um, this is Al Ewing writing, too. It is. It. It's yeah. Al Ewing writing, and it's Salva Espin and Paco Diaz as the artists, yeah. and it looks crazy good. Yeah. It's coming out weekly in May. The idea is it's like part choose your own adventure yeah. chart. Part D and D, yeah. Like it's a it's a role game. playing adventure. Yeah, there are um, Kieran Gillen shows up in it. Yeah, there have been several <laughs> books like this that, like I, I think TSR and them put them out a while ago, yeah. where like you could choose, but like some of it is like you have to roll or make a choice yeah. that yeah. that's determined by dice roll. So it's kind of that all in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the things that that really got me going on this one was that like one of the roles you get to roll to smell man thing. I'm like, <laughs> nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants this, but I'm going to do it. Just, just so you can know. Yeah. Um, it's like how Brian's going to buy all those, all those hot purple. And I really do series. feel like as part of our Patreon, we need to do this. We need to do this together yes. over video. Oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah. And release yeah. it as this is released. We should do that. Yeah. Like a uh, dramatization reading. <laughs> no, like yeah, play I, the, I play whatever the game is. Yeah. Star Wars tag and bink. Yeah. I have no fucking clue what this is. Um, some kind of background <laughs> characters. Yeah, it's apparently two people, two. two I mean, does anybody know who Tag and Bink is? They were on Leia's ship right. when Vader invaded but, to get the Darth Star plan. But like that, they're it's like they're like the spaceship. They're the nobodies who. Yeah, they're background characters. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we get to see their lives going forward from that moment. And apparently, this they've come out in like two issue little runs before for several. Okay, because this is a collection of things. It's oh, like okay. a trade. Yeah, cool. And I didn't know that. I didn't either until I read this little state. Also on Star Wars, Lando, Double or Nothing. 
Mm. Yeah, so this is coming out of the solo film. Yeah, set during, or I guess probably a little before the solo film. Maybe. Maybe? Maybe before, maybe right after. It's it's in that time period. It's like it's... Donald Glover Lando, not Billy Dee Williams. Lando. Correct, yeah. Um. So I'm really excited to see it. I always love anything that has to do with Lando. But I'm really excited to see this Donald Glover version of Lando as yeah. a young man trying to figure out, you know, how to run... Or before he runs Cloud City and all this other stuff. Did you ever read the uh, Lando miniseries? That came I out didn't. Years? I need to it's before this good. comes out. Yeah. It's yeah. very good. And last one. Last thing. Angelic Volume 1. Mm. Yeah. Also uh, this is a Yeah, this is a book we've talked about before. We talked about the number one of this book. Um, it's a post-apocalyptic animals that have been tested on becoming sentient and creating religion book. And I'm really excited to read the entirety of this volume one. It's like winged monkeys, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, winged monkeys and dolphins, robotic dolphins. And the and mans. The mans. <laughs> that, was, that was a great reveal. I did yes. love that. Um, it's a really good, what I've read of it is a really good book. Um, and I can't wait to read more. Yeah, I'm very excited for this. Yeah, finally. it's going to yeah, be great. great. All right, you guys know what time it is? The Longbox Book Report, and that's all we need to say. It's all we need to say. It's all we need, need to sing to. No, 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 no. The Longbox Book Report. It's the Longbox Book Report. Fuck you. <sighs> so, it was once again my turn, because that's what I needed during Tech Week. <laughs> I had X-Babies, number one. At least it was four. a parody actually published by the publisher that puts out the book. <laughs> Yeah, but it was also, if not necessarily less good, less interesting okay. than mm. the other. Well, There's enough. not really a whole lot interesting for me to say about it. The setup is that this team of like chibi X-Men is one of the highest rated shows on Mojo Vision. <laughs> but Mojo has been like bought out and kidnapped and detained and someone has taken over. So they've been canceled and replaced with the X-Babies, which is basically like a Muppet Babies version of X-Men. And they realize they've been in basically this Danger Room-style simulator their whole lives, and they break out and are going to figure out what's going on, because they know Mojo wouldn't have done this to them. And they fight Strife, and the only butt in this is Strife, and it's eh, because it's cartoony. I mean, you said Strife. I'm not interested in that butt. I mean, lots of arms. Mm. That could be convenient. Mm. Okay. Spiral, not strife. Okay. Spiral. Okay. Very now I'm. Yeah. It's better now. Yeah, strife. Right. Spiral's the one like, who works for Mojo, right? Interesting. Yes. I was confused. Yes. Strife and spiral. They Stri- both strife have lots was of arms, a right? uh, uh, Rob Layfield invention, I do believe. He's, strife is cables. Yes. Okay. Clone. Yeah. I always swap their names. Or an alternate version of yeah. cable. It depends. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It, it's the more muscly cable. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, right. Sometimes it's, it's the less muscly cable. cable. I like it when he's less muscly cable because then it's like cable everybody will kill likes, you. Everybody likes it when he's less muscly it's cable. It's cable but turned up to 11. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. He is the more psycho. He's pay-per-view. He's, he's the more psycho version of cable. <laughs> no cable. There you go. How that happens, fucking hell. I don't even. Yeah. Ugh. That's this kind of orangey panel on your right. Is the only butt in the issue. Oh, that's lame. Yeah. It is nice and bubbly, though. Yeah, but in a cartoony, bubbly kind of way. Yeah. Not yeah. a... Yeah, like, this is like a whole different 
uh, type of person, by the yeah. way, than Strife. Yeah. 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 That's what the mini. I, you said I Spiral, just, right? Spiral yeah. Is yeah. Very different. Yeah. Than, for yeah. whatever reason, I've always thought Strife was a better name for Spiral. I never understood why Spiral was called Spiral. Because okay. Strife is Strife. <laughs> okay. But anything yeah, else? Yeah. Tell that to Kitty Pride. <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about it. Anything else? Or. No, that's it. That's good enough. Uh, right. I need a die to roll. Hey, look, it's Brian's turn. <laughs> you wouldn't let me do that this week when it would have been last week when it would have benefited me in Tag Week. I'm not nope. letting you Hold do on, I'm going to go find you a die. Talk about rocks. Since the dawn of time. Yes. Rock, since the dawn of time, I've been using this gag. I think this is the third time this I've been using This is the third this. dawn of time I think we've done, yes. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, rocks are cool. Relics are cool. Hounds are rel- hounds are relics if they're hounds fossilized, and you can also handy. find fossils at rock hounds and relics. Yeah. You could technically find a rock hound. Like, I don't think there are any stone lock jaws there, but if there were, <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm like I just reaching now. Ooh, hey, we get, we got something. I don't think the mic picked you up saying that you could make it happen. Yeah. You and the captain. Um, yes. I'll uh, tell you later if you didn't get to listen to last week's episode about the bird I saw take a shit. Okay. <laughs> Just listen to the episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, ha- I'm about was, a, a fourth was, of the way through it so far. Yeah. It right. was performance I'll get, I'll get art. I All will right. mention that Rock Hounds and Relics is only open Friday through Sunday now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So go there on the weekends. The weekends. Yeah. But you can reach out on the Facebook page or through the oh, email yeah. that's been posted if you need something on the other days. Yes. And she will respond. She's really yeah. good about it. Yeah. Cool. You can schedule a rock appointment. <laughs> <laughs> I need a rock appointment in my life. S- schedule some time to rock. That's right. Do she, it. Uh, does she have in her social media repertoire a rock tumbler? She does not, but I will make that, that happen. That is like something that she on the rock tumbler on the rock this tumbler. Week. Yes. Yeah. All right. You didn't say you who didn't, was. I didn't say who was what. He's Jan is odds. Brian is evens. Uh, I don't like this. Yes. No, it was even. That's an even number, Brian. That's an even. That's an seven. even seven. Right. It's not seven point five. It's not seven point three. It's repeating. an even seven. It's an even seven. So it's yours. No. What eldritch demon <laughs> have you made a deal with? Is this the same? <laughs> Wait a minute. Is this it? Is this the trade-off? You never have to do the long box, but you do have to buy every book that comes yeah, that, out, even if you don't care. A, it's a. It, you know what? Have you have you read Black Monday Murders? <laughs> the first I, volume. I sacrifice enough money that the god <laughs> prevents me from having to do the long box book. Or Mammon's <laughs> weird little cousin. That's right. <laughs> what you got? I'm yeah. so sorry. It's okay because this is something that I've been meaning to start reading anyway. Oh, I got uh, from the pages of Hellboy, BPRD, oh. Hell on Earth, New World. Number one of five because we don't hate each other. Uh, yeah, I'm okay. Good. BPRD, Hell on Earth, huh? It's good. I got and some good, good Mike Nola. So even I'm fine. though that is a mini series set in a much larger universe, yeah. all of those 
Hellboy books are designed to be able to jump in on any number one. And I've read a fair amount of Hellboy. I'll so. watch that too. Yeah. All right. So I'm excited. I Yay. Have, go me. I get good book. You did okay. Yeah, I you. get good book. <laughs> Bet there aren't any smooth boys in that. There's an owl, so I'm already winning. <laughs> okay. And there is a smooth boy. You're wrong. Abe? Nope. Okay. I was going to say, I would expect Abe to be a little bit clammy, personally. Kind of like that character on Dr. Horrible. What was his name? Don't. (laughs) Like, let's don't. Let's don't do that thing. I don't know. If you think of his name, tweet at us. No. Uh, Don't do that thing. (laughs) Okay. Tweet Uh, at Emma Haynes. It was. You know what? Don't even do that because I am going to. I will kick your ass. I said mostly something. I said mostly something. Oh, man, would be a really great uh, choice for a Fantastic Four movie villain. All right, so. You know what I've been thinking about a lot, though, lately? What? Mole. Mole, yeah. We would like to thank Alex for our theme music. I mean, you don't really have to. I'm on the show. There's no licensing agreement requiring you to. I still still thank you for it, because I didn't have to do it. (laughs) We have a new theme, by the way, Brian. I know. By the way, we didn't tell Brian we were making a new oh, we theme or put it in last week's episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, but, but I heard it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's cool. uh, was, was it okay? Are you fine with that? Do we need to... I'm, I'm all right. We needed that. to have a new theme. We did have for, a new theme. For reasons. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> all by good. the way, Brian, technically it was in the drive folder. That's right. Yeah, no, Could've I know. Found. I know. <laughs> Um, we'd like to thank Chase Parker We're for We've our intro voiceover. <laughs> We're available on most podcatchers. If you have a podcatcher of choice that we're not on, let us know and we'll try to rectify that. <laughs> you can also read, uh, you can also read our podcast. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I put a lot of time into those show notes. It's true. And some of them are very funny. You can you can my, read most of the jokes of our podcast. My favorite remains... The best jokes of our podcast. Remains off. Memento Neo Taimori. Mm, yes. Um, I actually made a very good BDSM St. Andrew joke on Twitter this week as part of the response back and forth with Megan. Nice. Yeah. That makes more sense, actually, in context. So you could follow us on Twitter to... To it's true. Really know what that's there all you about. Go. Um, you can listen to us or read our show notes on panelologypodcast.com as well as your podcatching devices, uh, or follow a link back to us from Geekdaco. Until next week, when if this past week is any indication, and I have any luck, I'll be someone else. I am Alex. <laughs> I'm Jenna, and I'm Brian. Yes, please do cue up some sick jams.